0: This is the FBCG Live podcast with Pastor John K. Jenkins, Sr. Today's message is titled, The Purpose Series, Part 5. Jesus has talked to God the Father about your situation. He has prayed for you. Wherever you're joining us from, we pray this message encourages and empowers you in your daily walk with God. Okay, I've been in a series on purpose. Today is Part 5, The Purpose Series, Part 5. Say Part 5. Somebody's saying, "When is this series ever going to end?" (laughs) So today will be part five, and I believe I'm gonna do part six next week. Then I think I'll be done. That's the plan. So for those who've been haven't been able to be with us for this series, we've we started with part one, which talks about your purpose. Why did God create you? God created you for the purpose of giving him glory. God wants your lifestyle to give him glory. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all When it's all said and done, it ain't about you. Look at your neighbor. Say, it ain't about you. Ain't about your name. Ain't about your reputation. Ain't about your career. God created you so that whatever you do in your life, he gets glory. That people will be able to see through you that he exists. That's not, so we talked about that, that that's your purpose. He wants, you, he wants to put you on display. That's what I have learned about God. He wants to put you on blast. He wants to light up your life. He wants your life to be lit, as the young people would say. He wants you to be blown up. blown up. That's the purpose of why God created you. And then I talked in part two about how you can know what your purpose is. How do you identify your calling? How do you know? What God has called you to do. they're there indicators. Somebody say they're indicators, say indicators. There's indicators for you to know exactly what God created you to do. Part three and part four, the last couple of weeks, we've talked about things that happened during the journey. And a part of what I felt compelled to tell you is that headed, heading to your destiny, heading to your fulfilling your purpose, will come some sifting talked about sifting last week the fact that the devil wants to see if you are real in your walk with God he he thinks the devil thinks that he can make you curse God to his face but is there anybody here knows that in spite of all that you've gone through in life that you will never curse God you will never deny him You will go through a sifting. You will go through some trials and tribulations and challenges, but here's what verse Luke twenty-two. Let me go ahead. Let me get let me get to my text. Here's here's part five. Luke twenty-two, verse thirty-one and thirty-two. It says this, and the Lord said verse thirty one, Simon Simon indeed, Satan has asked for you that he may sift you as wheat. And we talked about the sifting last week. But then verse 32 says, I love verse 32. Verse 32 is anointed. Somebody say anointed, it's gifted. But I have prayed for you. Oh my God, oh my. Every time I read it, I feel something in my soul. Pastor, what do you feel? I love when God sticks his butt in my situations. God got a big old butt. When God sticks his butt in your situation, it means something's about to shift. Something is going to change. So what happens before the butt is one thing, but what happens after the butt is something different. And the scripture says, God, Jesus says right here, he says, you're gonna be sifted, but I've prayed for you. I, you know, the nine o'clock crowd didn't get it, but I thought if anybody would understand the power of Jesus praying for us, I knew that the 1130 crowd would shout and praise the Lord and give God the glory, because you've been through some hell, you've been through some sifting, you've had some challenges, but I can go through anything in life knowing that I got Jesus praying for me. You gotta know this. You gotta understand this. Ha- it has to be in your mind. You gotta, I can face anything in life. I can go through any challenge, any trouble. I don't get stressed out. I don't get burned out. I don't get frustrated. I don't get scared. Somebody say, I ain't scared. I ain't scared. That's the way they say it in the streets, scared. I'm not scared of anything that approaches my life. You know why? Because I know I'm confident and I know that Jesus has prayed for me. Somebody better get that in your heart and get it in your mind. Get it in your soul. Get it down in your spirit. Stop crying. Stop being frustrated. Stop being afraid. Stop, just stop being, having anxiety. Know down in the depths of your soul that Jesus has talked to God about your situation. Somebody lean over tell your neighbor, I know Jesus has prayed for me. He's talked to the Father about me. He has taken my case before His throne. He, he's made a request of the Father. He's petitioned God on my behalf. He's interceded for me. He has, he has prayed for me. And you know why that's exciting? Because people will tell you they're going to pray and then don't pray. I've learned to be thankful to God knowing that people may say they're going to pray then they forget about praying for me but I'm thankful that even if you forget and never call my name out it's okay Jesus has talked to God on my behalf somebody say amen to that point right there a matter of fact, I, I just need to say this prayer is a powerful weapon. Do y'all understand that? That's a powerful thing. And Jesus has talked to God on our behalf and, and, and prayed. And a and matter of fact, he's promised to pray for us. He has he is seated, he is seated at the right hand of the Father, and He's making intercession for us. He's talking to God on your behalf. I don't care. I don't know what you're going through. Don't care what you're going through. It doesn't matter how long you've been going through it. it does not care how difficult it might be. But here's what you can hang your hat on. Here's what you can stand and rest on that you, are, you will win the battle. Never. You, you, oh, slow down, Pastor. Slow down. Slow down. Do you not know the most powerful weapon that you have is prayer? that you can go and talk to God about your troubles and trials and tribulations and situations. It's a powerful weapon. Never look, uh, say this to yourself, I can't let the devil take my prayer life away from me. He can take a lot of things, but he can't take my prayer life away from me. He might make me, try to make me feel bad, but he can't stop me from praying. I can talk to God, I can cast my burdens. Y'all ain't hear what I'm saying to you, do? I can cast all my cares on him and I can talk to God about my situation. Somebody say, I can talk to God about my situation. It's a powerful thing. Ephesians chapter six, tell us to make intercessions for the saints. We can pray for each other. We can talk to God and I'm excited. I'm thankful down in my soul. I feel like running around this building because I know that Jesus himself, God, the, the God of Jesus is praying to the Father about my problems and my situation. <laughs> praying about your children. Praying about your finances. Praying about your marriage. Praying about your stress. Praying about your distress, your depression. Praying about your job, your career. The devil and tried to take a lot of things from you but I heard God say, I got your And I'm talking to God about your situation. I wish I had somebody praying with me here today. He is praying for me. I don't care what you're going through, He's talking to God for you. Some of y'all can't smile, you can't praise God because the devil has taken your joy. It's just because you don't know what what God is doing for you. When you know that the Holy Ghost and that you know that Jesus is praying for you, you can smile. I don't care how bad it looks. I've learned to shout and worship God regardless of what it looks like on the in the, in the In reality, it won't last long. It's, it's just temporary. It, the devil can't take, he may try to take my joy, but he can't take my joy. I know when it's all said and done, I'm gonna come out on the other side a winner, a winner. Somebody say, I'm going to win. I'm going to win. It might look like I'm losing. It might look like I'm defeated. But when it's all said and done, I will win. now, get this. I need you to get this. Write this down. Put this in your notes. Jesus says, but I have prayed for you. And then he tells us what he prayed for. He says, I've prayed that your faith doesn't fail. The devil wants to make you stop believing God the devil wants you to question the existence of God he wants to stop you believing that God can and will work it out but Jesus said, I pray that your faith doesn't fail here's, here's what I believe I'm, 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 I'm almost finished with this point <laughs> said I'm praying that your faith doesn't fail. The devil wants to make you question and doubt God but I am persuaded that when you have a personal encounter with Jesus I ain't talking about you had an emotional experience. Some people have had emotional experiences and some people have had spiritual experiences but they're not Holy Ghost spiritual experiences. When you surely, truly meet Jesus, you can never question him again. When I was growing up, we used to sing a song that said, you can't make me doubt him. You can't make me doubt him. You can't make me doubt him. You can't make me doubt him in my heart you can't make me doubt him i know too much about him you can't make me doubt him in my heart you can't make me question him you can't make me doubt god i've seen him do too much he's shown himself real to me i know he's alive and well i know he's a a living God I know he's real and you think that you can make me question that God devil you lost your mind I believe God somebody say I believe God tell your neighbor your faith ain't gonna fail you I've prayed that your faith will not fail When that thought enters your mind, rebuke it. When that thought is suggested from the devil in your mind, rebuke it. Because you have uh, an encounter. But hold up, that's not the only thing he prayed. He said to Peter, when you return. when you return. See, Jesus knew that Peter was gonna deny him. He knew. Just like he knows that some of y'all done denied him. How many of y'all would be honest and say there's been a time in your life where you backslid? Keep, just keep them up. Keep those hands up. See those hands around you? They are liars. They're liars. They're, they're, they're in a backslidden mode right now. But here's what I want to say to the backsliders. There's some backsliders in here right now. There's some people in here right who are not right with God. He told me to tell you that this is the day you're going to get back right with God. Yeah, you may have drifted away but you coming back today I'm coming for you <laughs> he's coming to get you he's coming to snatch you. you the devil has made you think that you can't get back yes you can you're going to get back today amen he he says when you return now, I love that right there he is saying you're going to come back I know you feel far I know you feel separated I know you feel disconnected I know you feel like God doesn't care about you I know you think that God forgot about you but he told me to tell you he loves you he's coming for you and you coming back to him today this is the day that the Lord has spared your life he spared you through hell and high water he spared you you should have died you should have went to hell you should have you should have been defeated but he spared you he kept you alive you was in a car accident that should have killed you you got a disease that should have taken you out but you wasn't right with god at that time he spared you so that you could come and get back right with him today where you at where are you at get out your seat and come on right now and get right with god today right this moment, right this instant, right this second. Come on and get right with God. Don't be ashamed. Don't be in Paris. He loves you. He cares about you. Get right with God now. I got one more thing to say that I need to say. One more point that I I need to say. It's very important. Jesus says, but I pray for you that your faith wouldn't fail. And when you return, strengthen your brother. This is my last point. God spared your life and saved you to strengthen others. Now, I know, I know we in Prince George's County and I know you feel like you pulled yourself up by your own bootstraps and you got a job and you got edu- edumacated. But the truth of the matter is somebody helped you get to where you are. Y'all forgive me, but I'm sick of talking to people who think they got themselves up there by themselves. You didn't get where you are without somebody helping you. And God's call is for you to help somebody else. The claps are getting lower and lower and lower. You're called to strengthen others. Somebody in the course of your life prayed for you. Somebody said a word that gave you hope when you felt hopeless. And that's what you're called to do. You and I are called to give strength to other people. That's what our assignment is. And my my challenge to you is to strengthen others, help others become what it is God has called them to be. You might not be, you might not even, you know, slow down, slow down. You might not be at the top of the pinnacle of where you want to be, but no matter where you are, you can help somebody else. Make that your life goal. Make that your life purpose that I'm going to help other people get to where God's trying to get them to be. And I am persuaded that when you help other people, God will be helping you. Amen. You've been listening to FBCG Live with Pastor John K. Jenkins Sr. Once you really meet Jesus and have an encounter with Him, you can't doubt Him anymore. If you've been blessed by this message and would like to help us reach more people through this ministry, please click the link in the podcast description or visit our website, fbcglennardin.org slash give to donate. Thank you for joining us. We hope that you'll subscribe so that you'll never miss an episode. Be sure to tune in next week.